Welcome to the Miracle Channel podcast. Every week, you'll hear powerful messages from world-renowned pastors that air on Miracle Channel, Canada's 24-7 Christian TV station. And if you want to watch more of their messages anytime you want, check out our online streaming service, Corco Plus. Follow the link in our show notes to create a free account in three simple steps. Today on the podcast, you'll hear a message from Daniel Fox. Daniel Fox is a speaker and teacher dedicated to bringing the encouraging message of the gospel to the lost. Him and his wife, Suzanne, work towards helping people reach their full potential in God. His teaching will open your eyes to the message of the word. Let's dive into the message. Your parents, when you were a young child, may have said you're a dreamer. Oh, God's got dreams way bigger than than yours ever were. Uh, You can do those things that you've wanted to do with God. Uh, If you lean on him, he makes the impossible possible. And uh, our God is an awesome God to walk with, an awesome Lord to serve. In life, we see so many examples of great men and women we want to emulate. Many inspire us to push ourselves toward doing great things, and there's lots of them. Now, you've seen many on the Miracle Channel that are making a significant difference in their time on this earth. They're doing something for the kingdom of God, and they're not doing it for themselves. They're doing it to be a blessing because God's called them and equipped them and chose them to tell you about him and about his ways. And What a great way to spend a life, to be used by God. And no matter what the field, now we see on the Miracle Channel many ministers, but out there in life there's lawyers, doctors, policemen, firemen, Emergency workers, soldiers, musicians, artists, all sorts of people in every walk of life that are walking with God, that are doing the very thing that God put on their heart to do, and they're having a significant life, a life not, not, not that their life doesn't have any troubles or testings or trials, but a life that's designed by God, and they know it, and they're walking in it, and it's a great thing to be part of. You know, there's so many as I was saying right off the top, significant men like Billy Graham, people that, we've rec- that we recognize in, in our lifetime. And many of them are, uh, you know, may not be on this earth anymore, but nonetheless, they did a significant things in our generation. And Mother Teresa, uh, Kenneth Hagin, somebody that I admired, read many of his books, especially early on in my Christian walk. Uh, Martin Luther King, Charles Stanley, Dr. Dobson, Hey, here's a Canadian one that you'll recognize, Terry Fox. You know, it doesn't matter what the field, what area of life, there are some significant people on this earth, and they didn't all start out significant. We all started out. Me, I I run an online Bible school called School of Faith. I'm part of a church called City Light Church in Lethbridge, Alberta. I'm just an ordinary, average fellow that God's doing some other things with to make me more than ordinary or more than average. Not that I'm anything special. I'm just a vessel God's using. And you see, he'll use any of us. I know my humble beginnings. And the humble beginnings of people like Billy Graham or Mother Teresa or Charles Stanley or Dr. Dobson or Terry Fox, those, their beginnings aren't the significant part of their life. It's that they allowed themselves to do something, to reach towards something larger than themselves, to stretch out and be part of something bigger than themselves. 
You know, it's funny that God chose me to, to spend time ministering and to preach to people and to be uh, not just on the Miracle Channel, but to be in churches speaking. And, because I, I'd rather be in the background. I'd rather spend my free time out fishing or hiking or something like that, camping. But God chose to use me and to put a burden in my heart to serve him and to set aside the things that I want to do for the things that he wants me to do. You know, there are those, I was saying that there's those that have inspired us to push toward doing great things. And I don't want to fail to mention there are, there are those who have the opposite effect in our life too. Those that do more harm than good. Those that seem to be in our life only to discourage us. Isn't that true? Don't we all know someone like that? And sometimes we don't even know them personally. But we'll see something or we'll hear about something and it almost discourages us or, or just breaks our heart or disappoints us. There's some that inspire and some that don't. Because of this, you know, a lot of us end up somewhere in the middle of where we really wanted to be. The majority of people often go through life inspired, but not really wishing to push the envelope past average because of the, because of the extra effort it takes. And you know, and it's not that... It's not that people are lazy. People work hard. We all work hard. Whatever it is you do, I'm sure you work hard. But sometimes we settle for less than, than our dreams. Sometimes we just decide not to go ahead. And I believe that all people are born with a, a sense of greatness. All children want to accomplish their dreams. It's those hard knocks in life and the disappointments. That they take the greatest toll on our own psyche, our own thinking. Some just find it so much easier to be average. In the last week, we, we looked at the champion maker and uh, how he had placed a vision in the hearts of some men and, and they just ran with God and accomplished great things. All of us have the same opportunity to do something significant. We all do. I wonder, what is the dream God has placed in your heart? What is it that's down there deep in your heart that you really feel, boy, I'd love to do this? Maybe it just looks so big and so impossible and so difficult. But let me tell you something. With God's power, God's ability, God's willingness, God's spirit, and God's strength, God's glory on your side, pushing you on, equipping you, opening doors, paving the way, how can that thing that seems so big look impossible to you? With God, all things are possible. I, I would encourage you, pray about it. Really pray about it. And get encouraged in your heart. If you know there's something in there that you really feel like that's what you should be accomplishing, that's the one thing you'd really love to do, and go after it with all your might and all your strength. Get God's word on it. Get to the, into the word itself and find some promises regarding that and then stand on them in faith and run with God. Today we're going to look at some steps that will help us all fulfill what it is God's put on our heart. It will help you fulfill what God's put on your heart, your dream. In Daniel 11.32, the second part of the verse, it says, But the people that know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Well, 
That sounds good to me. That sounds a lot better than doing average. That sounds a lot more interesting than just getting by. Just working, making enough just to meet the needs and nothing extra. Not even having a retirement plan or money set aside. I mean, just running on a treadmill like the hamster in the cage. You know, the little pet hamster or gerbil running on the mill. Just seems like you're doing all this but going nowhere. No, I don't like that. I like this. People that know their God shall be strong and do exploits. The number one step that'll help lead us to the fulfillment of these dreams, desires, these, the calling that's on our life, whatever it may be. Number one, I want you to write this down if you're a note taker. It's not religion. It's relationship. Notice the verse above says that those that know their God, or I should say, the, I'm reading my notes, the verse that I just mentioned. People that know their God. We need to know Him. I want you to Pay attention to this verse now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at something different here from Matthew. And it's a little heavy. What was Jesus' warning to believers in Matthew 7, 21 through 23? I'll read it from the New King James. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. Many will say in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. That is a scary verse. Notice verse 21, they all called Jesus Lord, but not all did God's will. And it's not that he's a mean God out to get us. It's using the gospel of Jesus as a source again instead of a relationship with God is nothing more than carnal greed. We got to guard our hearts as Paul wrote. We have to guard our hearts against selfish ambition. We have to guard our hearts against desires for comforts and pleasures over a heart for God. We have to really watch. We have to determine in ourselves we're going to have an attitude toward God and the things of God that are focused on the kingdom of God, its well-being, the well-being of those around us. You know, it's more important to know God than to do all kinds of great things for God. It's relationship. You can watch more messages like this on Corco Plus. Miracle Channel streaming service has got you covered with thousands of ministry programs that you can enjoy anytime, anywhere. Oh, and mark your calendars for Fridays because that's when we bring you something special, the Weekly Fix playlist. We carefully curate messages from your favorite speakers and create a collection on a practical biblical topic. Go to corcoplus.com to sign up in three simple steps. That's C-O-R-C-O-P-L-U-S.com. Corco Plus, believe in what you stream. And number two, if you're a note taker, hear God's voice yourself. We need to hear from God ourselves. We need to know him well enough that we recognize when he's speaking into our heart. There's no shortcuts to this. Time and effort spent on one's knees. I mean, this is the only way. On our knees in prayer and in the word of God, it's the only way. There's no shortcut to you hearing God's voice for yourself. Oh, we can listen to some great ministers and thank God for the Miracle Channel. I can see some of the best preachers in the world on this TV station every day of my life. We have so much opportunity in our day and age to keep ourselves strong in the Lord and stirred up. And we should. We should take advantage of those things. 
but it's our time ourself on our knees and in the word that's going to help us to recognize his voice to know his voice how many of us will phone a friend they'll say hey how you doing as soon as they hear your voice they know exactly who it is because you're familiar with each other you know when they call you recognize their voice right away you're familiar with the sound of their voice this is how we must be with god and he is not holding out on us if you're not sure if you're hearing from god spend more time with him and be confident that the God that created all that exists has an ability to speak to you in a way that you'll hear and understand it's him. You won't be fooled by another. You line up everything you hear with the word of God because you're spending time in there. You recognize him right away. He's familiar to you. Jesus is our example, right? That's what the word says. He heard God's voice perfectly. In John 12, I'm going to turn there. I didn't have a, a plan on turning there, but the Holy Spirit said, turn there. I'm listening to the Holy Spirit. I recognize his voice. So we're going to turn there and just look at this. Jesus, our example, here's God's voice clearly. In chapter 12 of John, verse 49 and 50, Jesus says, For I have not spoken on my own authority, but the Father who sent me gave me a command, what, what I would say, what I should speak. And I know that his command is everlasting life. Therefore, whatever I speak, just as the Father has told me, so I speak. Wow. He just says what God tells him to say. And he's our example. He could hear God's voice. We need to hear God's voice. Luke 6, 47 says, those who hear and do build on the rock. Now, that passage, we'll go to that a little later on if we have time. But it's those that hear the word of God and do it that are building their house on the rock. It's not those that just hear it and do nothing with it. It's those that want to spend time in God's word enough and in prayer enough that they recognize his voice. And then we can hear and do the things he's telling us to do for our lives, the things that we need to do. He'll, put, he'll bring those dreams to pass. Those dreams are put there by God. He'll bring them to pass. Now we know because of our own environment that we grew up in, whether it's school or magazines, that you read some things you shouldn't have read. You looked at some things you shouldn't have looked at. You've seen things on the internet you shouldn't have been watching. You watch movies you shouldn't have seen. We know there's some junk in there that we might get ideas from, but if we're spending significant time in the Word of God and we're clearing that trash out, we'll recognize, okay, this is a message from God. This desire in my heart or this direction I should take, this is a God-given direction. Your relationship, your anointing, power, grace, faith, righteousness are determined by your relationship with God, not, I should say, your relationships with others even. The significant relationships God will bring in your life the people he'll bring into your life. These are determined by our relationship with God. It's not our church affiliation or following certain leaders or religious duties or even church attendance or giving, all those things being great. It's personal time with God. It's the only way to know his voice. And then when we know his voice, number three in these steps that lead to fulfillment is that we do them. Remember Luke 6, 47, we hear and we do. That's why we build on the rock. Obedience. Number three is obedience. We do the things God tells us to do. You know, sometimes he'll tell us something as insignificant as just praying for that person in church just a, an aisle or two over, walking up to them and say, I feel like in my heart that I'm supposed to pray with you. I don't know what it is you're going through, but can we pray? You know, it's something simple like that. It's so easy. And we'll often ignore that still small voice. And then we'll wonder why we don't hear from God. Well, we're hearing from him in the little things. He's not going to send you some big thing if you won't obey in the little things. Let's just be quick, recognize his voice, and obey it.
Man, this is so important to the Lord. This is how we grow as believers. This is how an ordinary guy like me that used to want to be a rock star and just selfish and greedy and running around being a, a total mess, really messing things up in my life. This is how this same human being gets born again, makes Jesus Lord of his life and just starts growing with God and, and hearing little things once I knew it was God and just doing them. And here I am getting to share the word with people that I haven't met. And it's such an honor and such a privilege. And I, honestly, I really am honored and privileged that, you, that I have this opportunity and that you would take the time to tune in and listen to me talk about the Word. Because I have met Jesus, and I love Him. He's awesome. And it's, it's such a joy to my heart to get to tell other people about Him and how good He is and how much of a plan and a purpose He has for your life and how much He loves you. And that if you were the only one that would ever turn their life over to Christ, he still would have went to the cross for you, for you and you alone. Luke 6, 46, Jesus said, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and don't do the things which I say? We don't want to be that guy. We want to be the one that's quick to hear and obey. His word will speak to you and his spirit will speak to you and you'll know and recognize truth and error. You know, you'll, You'll get to recognize that voice. You'll recognize what's right and wrong when you're hearing from him and when some other idea is coming into your head and it's not God. You'll know the difference. And man, when we have a relationship with God and we hear God's voice for ourselves, and we're obedient to do it, we're well on our way to fulfilling our purpose, to finding ourselves on God's track, on God's plan for our lives. And the fourth thing that you can do that'll help you stay on that track is perseverance. So jot that one down in your notes, perseverance, because you can't be discouraged at troubles. You need to expect them. Uh, you don't praise and joy, jump up and, well, even James said, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations and trials. I wasn't going there, but that just came into my heart. I mean, I don't get all that excited about it when things go wrong, but <laughs> I guess James says, go ahead, get excited about it. I guess we're that much closer to a breakthrough when the pressure's really on. But from uh, Luke 6, 47 and 48, remember the one where it says, hear and do? Let's read it, the, those uh, two verses quickly here together. But why do, we, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do the things which I say? Whoever comes to me and hears my sayings and does them, I'll show you whom he's like. You want me to read the next verse? Of course you do. Because this is the one that we'll be like when we hear his word and do them. We'll be like this. He's like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently against that house and could not shake it because it was founded on the rock. Don't you just love that? When you build your life on the rock, which is Jesus Christ, then the storms of life that come will not shake that house. Now, I want you to understand something here. The troubles are coming. They're coming to both houses. If you continue to read what Jesus is saying here, then you'll find that, oh, the, the storm comes on the one house of the believer that built their house, their lives on Jesus and on the word and a relationship with him. And then it, the storm comes to the unbeliever who didn't build that way. The storms beat vehemently, or I guess that's an old uh, English word, ferociously, against those two houses. The one built on Jesus stood. The one that 
like you and me, made Jesus Lord of their life. That house still stood, withstood the storms. The other house crumbled and was no more because they weren't built on a life around Jesus and around the word of God founded on that rock. But you've built your life on the right foundation. You're spending your time sitting here watching the Miracle Channel, feeding in more strength, more grounding to that foundation, more, more adherence, more perseverance, more obedience, more of an ability to hear, more of a relationship. You're feeding those things because you've chosen to. Know that getting knocked down is part of life. You know, a winner is crowned based on how many times he gets back up and tries again. He's not crowned by, uh, because he's never been knocked down, but by how many times he gets back up. Life's a nine-inning, it's not a nine-inning game. Life is not limited to three periods. It's never over until you win. And that's the word of the Lord on that. Both boxers, you know, take many punches. But to win, you only have to land one more punch than the loser. Just one more. It doesn't matter how tough life has been or how many struggles may come our way. We just got to keep getting back up and running again. You will win. You were born to win. The other thing we want to look at is what I say is point five. And in all of this, this is the most significant. Number five in these steps that will help us find fulfillment, find our purpose and plan in Christ and run with it successfully is love. John 4, 8 says, He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. Love is the biggest key of all. Walking in forgiveness and not having a critical attitude toward others, but being the encourager. That's key. God is love, and we don't please him without it. There's no getting around this one. And I think that is the most significant, but also the most difficult thing. The one thing that people find hardest as a Christian is continually watching over this heart to make sure there isn't a bad attitude towards someone. You know, it's easy when everything's going well, but when someone stabs you in the back or is talking behind your back that you trusted and was a good friend, that's when we see how much love we're walking in. The emotions will come either way, but we don't base our lives on, the emotion, on emotions. We choose to love regardless. So what can I, how can I wrap all this up? Well, if we do these things, we're going to find ourselves on, on, right, on the right track with God. If we'll realize that it's our relationship with him and that we need to develop it to, to where we recognize his voice and that we need to obey when we hear him speak and we need to persevere no matter what the storms are and we need to continue to love, especially love those that make it most difficult to love. The world may think us peculiar, but we're rowing against the current. We're going against the grain, against the way the world flows. They flow the easy way. Whatever feels right, they just do. We, on the other hand, decide to pray, spend time with the Word, believe for our families to make a difference, to, to give sacrificially. But in the end, we're walking with God's plan and God's purpose, and He gives us the strength to continue, the strength to succeed. His plan's bigger than yours, and He's got a great future for you if you'll run with them. Thanks for joining us today. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to hear more messages from encouraging speakers that air on Miracle Channel and Corco. Rate this podcast and write a review if you haven't already. 
and share this message so others can be encouraged by this teaching too. We hope you were inspired by today's message. God bless.